Welcome everyone to episode 390 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Will. So today's topic is going to be a 2019 preview or predictions, but it's also kind of going to be a preview. Uh, some of our my predictions, at least that I got, are, are fairly safe bets and wouldn't venture into the bold predictions. Uh, but I do have a bold prediction or two to share during the episode so it's it's also a preview but uh, our g- actual games preview will probably be next week's episode um so we're gonna talk hardware and then we're gonna talk predictions for games and stuff so will do you have anything you want to tease for later on the episode not really no. uh just been playing odyssey okay uh i have a lot to tease i played red dead redemption 2 i played pokemon let's go pikachu mm-hmm. i played spyro uh, we have because we haven't had a normal episode in a couple weeks now, so yeah. um, there's a lot to catch up on. Uh, a few things to talk about for my week. Um, I actually watched a movie for once, which Ooh. is weird to say. Um, probably we'll be talking a little bit more Smash Brothers, I would think. Um, and will I'm sure you want to talk about Assassin's Creed Odyssey? So yeah, so yeah we got all that stuff to talk about. Um, so yeah, let's get into predictions. So. Uh, I, I did a search actually to to you know get a feel for what everyone else was thinking, and a lot of the the predictions I saw were stuff I've I've actually been seeing around floating around for uh, a couple weeks now, m- more than likely. Um, the first being maybe even a few months. I, I feel like we even might have heard some of this might have been predictions that people were making for last year's E3. Um, but I, I'm predicting in that there will be announcements as well as details on the next Xbox and PlayStation consoles. Dang it, um, man. Yeah, that, I mean, it's a fairly safe prediction. We'll hear something about them at some point this year. I think Xboxes will be at E3. Uh, they can use that opportunity since Sony is not going to be at E3. They can use that opportunity to, uh, to you know, reveal their new console for the Announce next generation. Announce something too early. Announce something too early, uh, unless they're planning on doing an early year release. Maybe, maybe instead of the usual, because Nintendo releases their consoles like early, you know, instead of in the fall. That's kind of benefited them. So maybe, maybe they'll announce it for like a March release or something. Uh, and cool. then I, I think Sony's will be at P- PSX. So yeah, that was actually my very first one. I kind of think we'll hear a lot of details about the new consoles this year and then they'll come out probably next year if i were to guess um i think it would be bold to say one of them comes out end of this year but that's just probably not gonna happen yeah i would think so i people have said they don't even think uh sony's might not even be 2020 right they think it might be like 2021 yeah i did read that i forgot where i read that might have been jason schreier from kotaku maybe said something like that that 2021 would be sony uh who knows you know yeah i mean that would be interesting if xbox wanted to come out first Might as that's what well that's they what they did right? that's what they did with the 360 uh they came out significantly earlier than the the playstation um it was also cheaper so they got a huge head start before the playstation even came out yeah uh the ps3 so it is uh the xbox generation to take back over so yeah they do kind of flip-flop don't they they do so that that's xbox is turning to win so yep yeah so that's my first one fairly safe yeah um i kind of have a, a bolder one i think uh-huh. that this year is actually going to be the best year for games oh yeah best ever yeah. best on the podcast at least oh since we okay since okay yeah, since uh, all started, right I, I actually have no basis for why I think that. I just have a feeling with the way that single-player games have been trending. I kind of talked about on the Thummies Award that, you know, the joke now is, oh, there's no good single-player games anymore. You know, it's all multiplayer. But, you know, we had some of the best single-player games ever come out with God of War, Red Dead Redemption, in my opinion. So I kind of think that that trend's going to continue on, and I think we're going to get some awesome AAA story games this year on top of some really cool... um, more genre bending games uh, that I think are going to be really cool and a lot to look forward to. Like we got Outer Worlds coming out this year, uh, that's going to be awesome. Uh, I know we got Kingdom Hearts, which is an early contender. I know we're all getting Anthem. I think I don't know if you're getting Anthem, Dan. Uh, I'm going to try. I definitely okay. try. So yeah, we, we you and Corey should game share. By the way, yeah, I, I was I was going to contact them about that. Um, 
Because, like, I know we have a couple games that we both have in common that we want to get. Um, I, Kingdom Hearts 3 might be one he wants to to game share. Yeah, because if you can both get those games for $30, like, that's, it's so so nice to do that. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, like, there's just a lot of, a lot of games that are going to be coming out that I think are going to be pretty sweet. Um, there's some encouraging things with Anthem. I think there was, I don't know who it was, but said... Somebody that made the game said that they gave a, a demo out for everybody to play it because they believe the game's that good. So yeah. uh, that's kind of exciting to hear instead of hiding it behind betas and yeah. uh, you know having the the actual player base make the game after it comes out. Like I think that's that's encouraging. Um, yeah, and Beardless points out Ghosts of Tsushima uh, yeah. is coming out this year. I'm actually not too big on Days Gone to be honest. No, but Ghosts of Tsushima looks amazing. I yeah. really want that game. <laughs> So that game's going to be awesome. The new From Software game's coming out this year, too. Shikiro. Psycho. Yes. Shadows Die Twice or something like that. Is that what it's called? Yeah, Dies Twice. And that's all. Like, some of the stuff that we mentioned was early games. Like, we don't even know what's coming this fall. So I kind of have a feeling that this year is going to be a pretty sweet year from gaming. And I'm actually making a pledge that I'm going to try and do a better job and play more things this year. Yes, absolutely me, too. Um, And I'm off to a great start so far. I've yeah, actually played. Are. I've played a lot of games in the past. Uh, I don't know, two weeks or so. Um, so I definitely want to keep that rolling. Uh, it's a good feeling to get back into into things and play different things, uh, rather than just playing Breath of the Wild all the time, like I could do. Uh, mm. I probably will go through a phase at some point this year where I play a lot of Breath of the Wild, but yeah, I'd like to keep that to a minimum at least. Yeah, try well, to play as much stuff as we can this year. Yeah, I mean, let's let's talk about this a little bit more, Will. Uh, so later on in the year, I mean, we're supposed to get a Fire Emblem, right, for yeah, the Switch. Yeah. We're supposed to get a core Pokemon oh, for yeah. the Switch. Maybe a Metroid. Um, Possibly. Bet- Metroid Prime 4, Bayonetta 3, maybe. for an in- uh, That's just for Nintendo. We could get um, the new uh, Town game from Game Freak. Oh, yeah. I forgot yeah, about that, that one. That could be coming. Um, Fable. Animal Crossing. If, yeah, Fable. if, if Fable Microsoft announces Crossing. Fable for later in the year, I'm going to squeal like a little girl. Yeah, the, there's a ton of... Now that you're, we're going through this, uh, yeah, there's a lot of potential for a lot of cool things to be coming out this year. and uh, yeah. I'm pretty excited. I really think that this could be a very special year for gaming because if you remember to the end of last gen for the 360 and the PS3, a lot of those games that were coming out were really they're awesome games and yeah. like we're at the end of the life cycle for these current consoles so yeah uh, this is the time where where that stuff's going to be coming out the the games that took all generation to make and like master the hardware to be able to make it yeah are going to be coming out so i think uh, i think it's going to be a pretty good maybe year maybe next year too uh we're going to have some good games coming out i like your optimism yeah i'm positive on games i like to be positive i don't like to hate yeah I try not to hate too much, too. Unless it's Gone Home. Gone Home, yeah, yeah. I mean, I have a a couple things I like to poop on, too. I actually had a conversation with somebody at work today, and they couldn't believe that we hated Assassin's Creed (laughs) 3. Really? I was like, oh, that's the only game I've ever raged quit. Yeah, it made me rage quit and sell my Xbox. That's how how much I hated it. Yeah, because so, I was telling him to play Odyssey, and we're going over the AC games we liked, and he liked all of them, okay. uh, but he hadn't played Origins or Odyssey, and I said we all hated Unity and Assassin's Creed 3. Yeah. So. I played 1 and 2, and then 3 I rage quit. I didn't play any of the other uh, um, Ezio ones. Yeah, the Revelations and Black, or not Black Flag, Brotherhood. Yeah, uh, Black Flag I played and liked. Uh, I played Syndicate and liked it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then very briefly, the uh, uh, Odyssey, but really liked it. Oh, so, yeah. hey, what's up, Reefer? Good to see you, man. Uh, okay, so my next prediction, uh, and I don't know when this is going to happen, but Microsoft. This has been rumored for a while too. Microsoft will release a discless Xbox One, straight digital. Um, maybe that'll be their fall release for this year. Um, everything seems to be going the digital route anyway. Although you can still get some good deals on physical copies of games for some weird reason. Um, probably people trying to move inventory. Um, but yeah, I think they're going to release a, probably a 2 terabyte uh, digital only console. Do you think that'll be cheaper? Probably. I would think. Um, 
just because of the quality of the Blu-ray player that they are, yeah, Blu-ray player that they have to put in it. Um, yeah. That should cost less, I would think. Uh, I don't know if it's going to be the X version or the the regular version. Probably the X version, maybe both. Who knows? That's actually an interesting. I never thought of that being a possibility, but why wouldn't they do it? You know, really, who buys discs anymore? I do. Okay, there goes my point. But I think a majority of the people with like game sharing being as prevalent as it is, like why yeah. why not? Like if ever if the if Sony and Microsoft are embracing that, why not give that option out there? Yeah, in a lot of cases, I I mean I I don't I don't have a preference personally. Um, I I do like physical because if you end up trading it in, you can get something back for it, especially on on a console. Um, but like Assassin's Creed uh, is full price for the for the digital version everywhere uh but you can get like an xbox one f- uh physical copy for 30 you know so uh beardless saying a game pass center console wouldn't be a bad idea i agree yeah that would probably I, go I'm, over pretty well i'm pretty pretty impressed with, with game pass it's, it's got a lot of games on there that I, i'd like to revisit there's a few new games on there that I, i'd like to give it a try to um, I I've currently have a lot on my plate that I'm playing right now, so it'll, it won't be for a little while, but definitely some stuff on there I want to try. We forgot a game, Devil May Cry 5. Devil May Cry 5, yeah. The, Metro Exodus is another yeah. one that's coming out that I'm really, really excited for that I don't quite know how I'm going to play it. There's uh, like six or seven early games coming out that are going to look like they're going to be pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe maybe my prediction wasn't so bold after all. Yeah, you never know. I guess we'll find out. <laughs> All right, what do you got next? Um, my next one is a. Uh, uh, it's not gaming Game. per se. It's in the the realm of anime, but Dragon Ball Super will make a return this year. Oh, cool! <laughs> I had to throw that in there because um, the anime is catching up in the English dub right now. Uh, they're working on it. I think they're on episode like. 90 of 120 so it'll be caught up this year probably uh and they gotta get going with another one because the the manga has started back up uh-huh. so we're gonna be getting more dragon ball super here pretty soon and i'm i'm really excited because Corey and i, I think are gonna do a dragon ball podcast oh cool and we're gonna watch super through uh-huh. and every like three episodes do an, episode. do an episode oh that's cool i think that's what uh that's something we have kicked the idea around. Um, so I'm gonna have a fourth podcast. So nice. Um, but yeah, Dragon Ball Super will be coming back. Very cool. Uh, my next one is another one I've seen floating around here and there. Uh, not necessarily bold prediction, but it's that uh, Nintendo will release two new Switch models this year. They're gonna release a more powerful Switch Pro. Mm-hmm. And then a Nintendo Switch Lite. So the Lite version, I've actually I actually read a little bit about this. The Lite version could be a handheld only one that won't plug into a dock, won't come with the dock, and will have the Joy Cons attached to it. So it'll be more like a traditional handheld that would be like the 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 PS the Vita. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought that was in- interesting. I didn't didn't see anything that in depth, but that that was uh, a prediction that I read uh, from somebody. Uh, but we've been hearing for a while that they're gonna that Nintendo that they've been patenting and working on a more powerful Switch. Uh, maybe that one that has a smaller bezel, uh, one that has a like a 1080p small uh, screen instead of 720p screen. Um, and I would be all in for that. I use my Switch an absolute ton. I play it every, just about every single day. Um, sometimes for multiple hours in a day. Uh, so I would definitely be all in for a Switch Pro. And I like the idea of options. So if, you know, if they were to have a, a Switch Lite, that would probably be a good thing too. Yeah, I would say I would be all in for, or all in for a, a Pro version of a Switch. I The Switch is just the best console in my opinion right now, and I would not hesitate to get a, a better version of that. So, yeah. I'll talk. Um, I'll talk about my my experience too with the uh, with the uh, on Christmas Day with the benefits of the Switch over the Xbox One. So <laughs> they're hard to compare, though, right? Yeah, yeah. 
because I mean, uh, you know, the the Xbox is the more standard, uh, standard console. Console Switch experience, is, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. So I have a, another prediction actually, and this kind of it's something that happened today, which we'll talk about. Um, and I'm not gonna spoil it, but I could see developers breaking off from big publishers now. Yeah, I think. We'll talk about it with Destiny doing it. I think that kind of sets a precedent now that I don't know the logistics of what happened with that or anything of what happened. You'll probably talk about that later. But I could see that starting to be a little bit more of a trend for major developers that can do it. Yeah, I think so. And especially with the move to digital, like you don't need to worry about uh, manufacturing discs and printing discs and or manufacturing cartridges or, or what have you. You don't have to worry about any of that. You you push things to digital storefronts. It's it's a lot easier to to go at you know go at it yourself, mm-hmm. uh, free of of a publisher that's that's trying to make its money back, which that's fine. Um, but it leads to some questionable game decisions and and can lead to strange rela- strained relationships between developers and publishers. So. Yeah, that's that. Yeah, Reefer brings up an interesting point that Activision's having a terrible fiscal fiscal year, so that could play a part into it, uh-huh. definitely. Um, but I mean, I don't know. I just think that like, does Rockstar need two K? Probably yeah. not, right? Probably not. So that's just like an example that I'm thinking of off the top of my head. So, mm-hmm. uh, and then. I'm going to make another, uh, this is the same prediction I made last year, but I think it's going to happen this year. Uh, Steam Link app for the Nintendo Switch. I'm actually surprised that didn't happen. I, well, I'm basing this on nothing other than my hope and, and wildest dreams, and I think it would be awesome and I would use it a lot. So, fingers yeah, crossed for that. That would that would be amazing to have that on the Switch. Yes, but, it would. Uh, I actually so, have no no more predictions so if you have more yeah i got a couple um uh new bioshock oh yeah i saw that actually yeah uh, i think it was a was it it was 2k that said that bioshock is a permanent franchise for them so i think that's them saying we're gonna announce something about it this year hopefully it's that it's coming out later this year and they've, they've been working on it for a while you never know uh so yeah, I think I saw on Reddit that it was tw- maybe 2020. It was soon. It's a lot sooner than I expected. So, yeah. that's exciting. Um, can't wait. I can't wait for a new Bioshock, personally. I saw people on the Reddit thread saying they don't need another Bioshock, and I'm like, what? What are you talking about? Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm all aboard for that. Yeah, the wife played, um, or my wife played, uh, Bioshock Infinite for this 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 week's rookie camp I, that we I saw I saw that was perfect timing for it. Oh, she was supposed to do her report. I'll see if I can snag her for yeah. it later. Um, yeah, I mean that's pretty much it for for predictions uh, and previews. I'm with you, Will. Though I think it's ultimately going to be a good year, good year for games. So. Oh my god, yeah. I'm I'm pumped to see what this year brings for games. Yeah. I'm hoping to like like you too, uh be a little more consistent with playing more things and not settling into the old uh, I'll I'll just play Breath of the Wild for four hours and try to play new things. Yeah, try to like I want to play games when they actually come out. I hate having to do like I like doing the grind at the end of the year, but I also hate it at the same time. Yeah. Because I always don't play things that I wanted to get to. Yeah. And it happens every year, and I hate it. So my goal is to try to not have that happen this year. Or if there is one game by the end of the year that I need to play, like, I can do one game because I can do that. But Right. Yeah. All right. Should we get into double bits? Yeah. I really – actually, I was looking – all of the nibble bits that I had was ones that you said you had tweeted already. Yeah, I got not a, not too much. I got a lot of the the big ones for for the past week. Um, so yeah, the first one it's and it's the big news of the day. It was a breaking story when I actually started doing my nibble bits earlier. It's that uh, Bungie and Activision have parted ways. 
apparently this has been going on for a little while now, um, they, but they just kind of announced it today. Uh, it was a developing story, uh, so that all the details aren't out yet. I guess I guess Bungie, um, Bungie announced it today, I think, and they're going to talk more about it tomorrow. So that's the specifics of the deal. Uh, but Bungie is going to remain to be in full control of the Destiny franchise, so... Um, they're still planning on doing updates and all that stuff. Destiny 2 shouldn't change at all for people that are playing it. Um, so, uh, but you, you talked about it, Will, and you think that might be, end up being a, a trend for this year is that, that developers will want to, want to break free of the constraints of, of money, money-making publishers. Yeah. Cause I've never really pegged Bungie as the type of company that wants to do microtransactions in their games and kind of nickel and dime players that, that seems to be an Activision thing, an Activision trend. Yeah. So I would like to see what Destiny would be like without the trappings that Activision likes to put in. So uh, it's going to be fascinating to see what comes of this. It yeah. piques my interest for Destiny a little bit more, too. Um, I'm thinking of downloading it on my computer Yeah. so I can play it because I do have it. Is that going to still be on the Blizzard? Yes, it is. I did read it staying on the battle, battle net, Blizzard net, or battle net. That would have been amazing if they got rid of it. <laughs> yeah, went over to Steam. Oh man, is it on Steam already? No, it's not. It's only on Battle Net. What a joke! Yeah, that's frustrating. Uh, but yeah, I mean that's fantastically interesting. I, I'm I'm excited to see like what ends up happening. That's a huge breakup. So that, yeah, that, that that's massive. <laughs> yeah, because they had that like, what was it, ten year plan for Destiny? It was that... ten years. It started in two thousand ten, though, uh, so it was only going to go another year or to the end of the. I don't know if it was through twenty ten or or twenty twenty, or if it was just at the beginning of twenty twenty. But I mean, it was at least for another year that it was going to be solely the property of of Activision. But now it's it's independent. Before the third so, game, too. Wow. Yeah. Because do you remember when we were newer to this? I don't know. We might have been a couple of years in, but there was that big article that leaked about what Destiny was and what the plan was for it. For the, yeah. The, there was supposed to be a trilogy. Yeah. I don't know if you remember that. I oh, do, yeah. though. And we were all about super it. excited about it. But none of us really played it. And I played it, and I was like, uh, meh. It's okay. It plays nice. That's about it. That's how I felt about the PC version, too. Uh, yeah. for, for destiny 2 it, it played really nice but it just it wasn't that interesting so yeah i know somebody who's put like two thousand hours in a destiny 2 the for destiny 2 yeah holy cow I'm like oh man i'm not even close to that mm, yeah, to that's, anything that's impressive uh so there's that that was one of the big news stories the second really big news story is that ubisoft has spurned steam for the release of the division two uh is opting instead to release it at launch on the new epic game storefront uh no word yet on whether or not the division two will eventually release on steam uh it may not at all it may come later but for right now it is a launch title on you play obviously but also uh epic games storefront it's crazy um i know i'd read actually when i was doing my prediction thing a lot of people said that uh the epic games thing wouldn't still wouldn't challenge steam but that's a pretty huge game to lose um so i wonder if we're gonna start seeing some changes over at steam or if they're just gonna stay the course i i get why developers do that i guess i guess epic has a more friendly developer it's it's the it's the money really like i think i think valve gets 30 percent of sales so I actually read that they used to get 30%, but they had changed it okay. since then. But the model that Steam changed to um, is still not as favorable as Epic's uh, revenue gotcha. share program. Okay. So I don't know. I just – well, either way, when you launch a Ubisoft game anywhere that's not the Uplay store, you boot up Uplay. Yeah. Yeah. So Which really sucks. it just kind of makes sense to get these games on Uplay anyway. At that, at this point, if you have to boot it up anyway, why not just cut out the the middleman of it? So I don't know. I don't like my stuff going off of Steam, though. So. Yeah, I agree. So, 
I like to try to have everything in one place because it's it's hard to remember all the logins for those programs you only use once in a while, like like Origin and like UPlay, you know, because it uh, it never fails. Like especially when I try to use Origin, Mm. Um, my account's been signed out for so long that my password I I have to type it in, and I never (laughs) remember what it is. Yep, exactly. So, uh, so I don't know, Dan. You and I are the same way. We like to have our stuff in Steam. Yeah. Are we are we going to be forced to deviate from Steam this year? That should have been a prediction. We're forced to deviate out of Steam. Yeah. So, I mean, see, I'm in, I'm in a hard place here, too, because the convenience of having the Xbox upstairs is pretty nice, and my computer is it's getting pretty old at this yeah. point. I don't know if I'll get the money to upgrade it at any time this year. It's too expensive to upgrade a PC, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, especially because mine is seven years old now. Um, so I have to do processor, motherboard, RAM. And that's without even upgrading the graphics card. Yeah. You know, that's probably 600 bucks right there if I wanted to get good stuff now. I'm also finding it to be the most uncomfortable sitting at a computer. <laughs> See, I don't, I don't have a problem getting uh, with, with comfort. It's just, uh, yeah, that's the cost of it. And, yeah, I'm, I'm down here by myself, which I don't always like to do. Yeah, you like to be with with the rest of the family. Yeah. Yeah, I'm kind of with you on, I'm just not that into PC gaming right yeah. now. Yeah. I, it might come around, but I much prefer having my consoles at this point. Yeah, if I could find a deal on a, a gaming laptop, that's probably the route I would go at this point just so I can have it with me and upstairs and yeah, Reefer says that's basically a new PC and it is. Uh, you know, outside of the power supply and the case and uh, hard drive, which is that stuff I might want to up- upgrade anyway, you know. Yeah. And then, and then I have to get a new graphics card cuz you know, I've got a 970 that came out that I bought like 4 years ago now maybe mm-hmm. or 3 years ago, so uh who knows? But yeah. I've got the Xbox upstairs, which is fine. Um, but I like, especially with shooters, I prefer keyboard and mouse. And I know Xbox just added keyboard and mouse support, but I know all the games don't have it yet. Mm. Um, I also, uh, you know, the whole thirty frames versus sixty frames thing. I wish games would give you the choice. Uh, some games aren't. It's not too bad. Um, in my brief ex- brief couple hours with red dead redemption the, the frame rate hasn't bothered me but i wonder if that's partly because you're sitting far away from your tv um i'm pretty sure if i was playing a game 30 frames per second on p well i know when i play a game at 30 frames per second on the pc it's like my eyes want to bleed yeah because you're sitting like you know two feet from the monitor or, right, or whatever right there yeah it's not as bad when you're lounging on the couch definitely yeah and it's a slow-paced game anyway, so it's not like you're it's Ugh. not like you're playing uh, near Automata. It's like a bedtime story. <laughs> well, I, I mean that the action, even like the game, it's just the game moves slow. Oh, I'll yeah. talk about it when I get there, but like a bedtime uh, story. <laughs> I don't know. I like it so far, but <laughs> that's all. That's all I'll say for now. Uh, next on the Nibble Bits list, the Humble Store now sells Nintendo Switch and 3DS games along with DLC for those. Uh, I didn't actually, you know what, I'll call that up right now because I never even looked for it. Humble. Humble. Bundle. See if there's any kind of deals or anything. Uh, Nintendo games now available. Yeah, you guys can get that Tamodachi game or whatever. Yeah, Tamodachi Life. Uh, a reefer, take it easy, man. He says, happy bur- early birthday, Will. Yeah, thanks, I appreciate it. Somebody remembered. Wow, that's impressive. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, it looks like the games seem seem to be full price, no deals yet. I'm hoping they have like a, a humble bundle with with Switch games. You know, even if it's a bunch of indie games, that would be awesome. It seems to be mostly like the big first party titles. Uh, Splatoon's on here. Uh, is Breath of the Wild, Smash Brothers, um, P- Pokemon, Mario Odyssey, Mario Tennis Aces. Uh, same with 3DS stuff. Some of the <laughs> oh it's reefer's wedding date too yeah nice happy wedding day that i forgot that it was the wedding day it wasn't somebody having yes ryan and valerie's was it was it monday or tuesday did 
that she was she was being induced. Okay, that's so right. Th- I'm was... sure I'm sure they've they've had their little one by now. And congrats. Look at all the. I I love seeing the the stuff like the life stuff happening with the listeners. That's yeah, so cool. Th- that is cool. Uh, congrats so... to everybody. Yeah. So Reefer, have a great wedding, man. We'll, yeah. We'll, we'll see you. Um, where was I? Okay. Uh, Switch port news. Dragon's Dogma is coming to the Switch. Uh, I don't think there was a release date on that yet, but that was awesome. That's probably a game I'll get for the third time. And then Final Fantasy X, X2, and twelve will be releasing for the Switch at the end of April. So that's also cool stuff. Yeah. We'll Sorry, pro- I was typing. No, that's fine. So we'll probably keep you updated on, on Switch ports because I get excited anytime I see something that I really like, like Dragon's Dogma coming to the Switch. Never expected that one, but that's that's a, that's a good choice. Dragon's Dogma has lived quite the life. Yes, it has. Yes, of it a has. Capcom, Capcom game that has had nothing with it after. Absolutely nothing. I thought we would have gotten a second Dragon's Dogma by now. Yeah, maybe they're working on it, and that's, that's why they, you know, I, was it last year that the PC version came out, or two years ago that it came out? Two years? Yeah, I don't remember. Anyway, uh, so how's your week, Will? Good. Just been working a lot. I'm going through what I imagine is seasonal affective disorder, uh-huh. because I have had no motivation to do anything besides lay in bed. Um I've never been this this lazy. I don't know about you, Dan, how if it's been hitting you at all, but a little bit, yeah. Man, I don't even want to play video games. I haven't been lifting as like as much. I haven't done we haven't done a hockey podcast in probably a month at this point. Yeah, it's been a few uh, weeks, definitely. I have to do editing for the music podcast, get that going. I have to do school like application stuff. I just don't want to do any of it. And I think part of the is the weather, but I'm also working twelve to eight thirty shifts every single day during uh, the week, pretty much. And that's then like weekends, right smack dab in the middle of the day. Well, here's the problem: I get those shifts. Most of my friends work uh, during the week; they don't work weekends. So they're not, they don't want to do something at like nine o'clock at night. Right. So I don't get to do anything with them. And then on weekends, I work six to two thirty over in seafood. Right. So on week weekends, I don't want to do anything because I have to be up at like four thirty. So it's just this vicious cycle that I'm in right now. And I just like want to be a slug of a human being sure. and just lay, lay in my bed. I've been watching Dragon Ball Z, the not Kai version um, I have come to the consensus that I prefer not Kai to Kai. Okay. While I think Kai has a lot of really good things with it, I think I just prefer the nostalgia the original gives me. Uh-huh. So um, there's that. But I've been a lazy piece of garbage. <laughs> I'll try to be better starting. I'm starting my diet on Monday, so I'll be back up and running hopefully. It could uh, very well be food related. Well, uh, here's the thing. The older you get, the more that affects you. Well, I've been eating a ton of garbage food because I'm at the end of my bulk right now, and I just don't care. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm just eating everything, and I'm I'm 200 pounds right now. So it might be the excess weight that I have on me right now that I just need to shed off of me. Um, so I'm really like looking forward to starting to diet and cut weight because I think that might be a part of it. Yeah, um, I'm just not healthy right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, so I let my bulk get a little too out of hand, which I tend to do. So that's why I try to track everything I eat. Gotcha. So uh, that's what I'm going to be working on. I turned 24 on Saturday, which is weird. If you've been here since the beginning when I was 16, I am now 24. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's a pretty big, big change too. Yeah. Like I said, this podcast saw me grow up basically. Yes, it did. Uh, that's weird. I don't like 24. It's a weird age because you're not like early twenties, but you're not middle twenties yet. You're just kind of like, right. You just exist. Yeah. So yeah, don't like it one bit. That's it for me though. Okay. Um, I'm sure I probably could have written down a lot of things to talk about, but I, I've just got a couple. Uh, first is I actually watched a movie, which never happens. A new movie, I should say. Um, so 
uh, my kids wanted to watch the Christmas Chronicles on Netflix, oh. uh, which has Kurt Russell as Santa Claus. Uh, and it's actually, it's actually quite good. Um, I enjoyed it. I thought Kurt Russell played an excellent, uh, an excellent Santa Claus. Um, it's, you know, it's a good, it's a good family movie. Uh, you know, it's not gonna, it's not gonna win any Oscars or anything like that, but, uh, I don't like watching movies because I, if I don't like it, I feel like I just wasted, you know, whatever, two hours that I could have been doing anything else. So, yeah. um, I tend not, not to watch new movies, but yeah, it was, it, it was good. I, I only watched it cause the, the kids wanted to watch it and, um, cause they watched the Grinch about a thousand times too, over the, over the course of the, the holiday break. You're probably uh, sick of that movie. Yeah, I mean it was it was fine because I only catch like a minute or two here and there where I, you know, can actually look at the television without needing to do something. Yeah. So. So that was good. Uh, Christmas Day. So I did I did want to mention this because uh, we got so we got an Xbox for Christmas, uh, an Xbox One S, uh, three month subscription to Xbox Live and Game Pass. Uh, so far, I've enjoyed the Xbox. Uh, I talked about it during the thummies, but the user interface is awful and messy, Ugh. and I hate it. Um, but we also got Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu for Christmas. Um, so my son, you know, wanting to play his new video games on, uh, you know, on Christmas Day, he want, wanted to play Spyro. Uh, so I set the Xbox up. It took way longer than it should have. It probably took me an hour to get it set up and updated. Um, and that's with, you know, I have, I've had Xbox live forever. Uh, but for whatever reason, it wouldn't accept my right, uh, account to reactivate my, my, uh, Captain Bulge belly thing. I, I had to enter it like three or four times, uh, before it finally went in the right way. And I, it was the right Xbox live account. Uh, and then it updated took, like I said, it took like about an hour to update. Uh, and then I had to install Spyro, which took two or three hours maybe to install and download all the patches for. Uh, so Matt, you know, my son wanted to play, play one of his new games. So he put, he opened up uh, Pokemon. Let's go Pikachu, put it in a switch and started playing immediately. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't so kind of, kind of crazy how long it takes to get your, I think it was Eric who was saying it. Could you imagine being a kid on Christmas? having to wait until the next day to like play red dead for no, example no it was it was all and you know what i because I, I also got i bought red dead earlier this week uh, i got it on tuesday uh and i installed i started installing it as soon as it got here uh and it took probably two and a half or three hours to install and download all the patches for uh, which is awful you it's know insanity yeah that's torturous for kids but uh, yeah i don't i don't like it but other than that, like uh, so far, I, I like the Xbox so far. Um, I love the controller. It does have a nice controller. So nice. Uh, and the Xbox One S controller is a little bit different than the the original Xbox One controller. Uh, it's just so nice. It's got such a mm-hmm. nice feel. Uh, the, I, the batteries lasted a long time. They do last a long time. I know it, it takes double A's, but I mean, I've probably put. 20 hours on the xbox and that's just me that you know my kids have played it a little bit too and i haven't had to change the batteries in the controller yet so um that was one of my biggest complaints about the 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 ps4 and the dualshock 4 aside from uh hating the the feel of the controller and the the thumbsticks especially the controller only lasted like three hours before you needed to plug it back in so yeah, uh, my only complaint about that, because I like the PlayStation 4 controller, Dan, but mm-hmm. it's so bad with battery life. Yeah. The Xbox One just lasts for 12 hours or whatever. It's crazy how long it goes for. Yeah. I mean, I've, I, like I said, I've probably, we probably have 25 on ours with the batteries that it came with, and wow. it's fine. It's, it's not even, like, it shows the battery meter on it, too. Uh, it looks like it's maybe halfway. That's insane. So, yeah. Um, God, I feel like there's something else I was supposed to talk about. Uh, eh, whatever. I have a lot to talk about during during uh, what I played. So I was gonna say I really am interested to hear all your thoughts on those games. So yeah, so we'll get right into that. 
Uh, so I, I'll start with Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu, because that's probably what I've played the most of. Mm-hmm. Um, since I think I have like 12 or 15 hours into it. Uh, and actually, I really like it. Um, I was I knew what to expect because I'd watched a lot of gameplay videos uh, of it. Um, it's a very good recreation of the first generation Pokemon games. Uh, right down to the NPCs, a lot in a lot of cases saying the same things that they did in Pokemon Red and Blue. Um, same same kind of setup and stuff. It's just it's just modernized, which you talked about when we did the episode. Um, but I, I'm really really enjoying it so far. So uh, I'm I th- I just did the uh, tower in Lavender Town for my for okay. my progress. I've got yeah. th- three of the badges. Um, I'm kind of farting around now catching Pokemon because uh, the ones that I got at the beginning that I kept with me for a while to level up all the way, they're they're fully evolved. So I've been kind of swapping them out uh, for new ones and trying to level level that level them up too. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, yeah, I'm, I, I'm very pleasantly surprised with with how good good it is. I actually prefer the uh, catching to the battling of random Pokemon that you just catch them. Really? Instead of fighting them, yeah. I guess yeah, it's, it's less less work. Yeah, because you don't just, have to you don't have to pop back all the time to to heal your Pokemon's moves. So you don't have to pop back to the to the towns. That's true. I the my only complaint with it is how janky and pain that bot it is to actually try to catch them. Yeah, it's better if you don't play in console mode. It's better handheld by far. Five thousand percent better. Uh, I try. <laughs> I like to play on my big TV, but with that game, I'm like, maybe I just tough it out and just play it handheld because of it, because it does make it a lot easier. Yes, it does. What team are you running? Team? Yeah, your Pokemon. Oh, um, let's see. Obviously, I have Pikachu, because he's my, he's my main. Uh, Charmeleon. Okay. Uh, Graveler. Mm-hmm. Alolan, or... No, regular graveler. regular one, regular graveler. Yeah. Uh, who else do I have? I had a fully evolved. I had a vile plume that I had for a while, but I just swapped him out. Oh, uh, Ivysaur. Okay. I swapped the Ivysaur out for the vile plume so I could level him up to. Um, I just got a Ghastly that okay. I just subbed into my team. Uh, I had a Pidgeot that I just swapped out for someone else. I did all this literally like right before I stopped playing yeah. uh, last night. So I don't have my team set yet. I need, um, I need to get a water Pokemon in there because I'm, I'm, I don't do too well when I start getting into the like rock and ground type things. You need, um, Squirtle. Yeah. I, I have one. I just haven't, haven't subbed him in yet. Gotcha. Uh, and then I have a Machop okay. that, I, that I just subbed in for my, uh, Mankey that turned just turned into a primate, so I just oh, subbed man. in the, the fighting one. You have Mankey? Yep. I don't think Mankey is in Eevee. He might not. We we have to trade because uh, there's a few that I'm missing. So you don't have Oddish, well, do you? you I be- think I do have Oddish. Or do you have Bellsprout? I do have Bellsprout actually. Okay, Let's go so. Eevee exclusive yeah i was because i was i was gonna say we have to definitely have to do some trading because i'm I'm definitely missing out on some of the some of the pokemon pokemans um okay so the let's go eevee pokemon are vulpix nine tails meowth persian bellsprout weaving bell victory bell alone with meowth alone persian ekans arbok coughing wheezing pincer dan you have sandshrew sandslash Oddish, Gloom, Vileplume, Growlithe, Arcanine, Alolan, Sandshrew, and Alolan, Sandslash, Mankey, Primate, Grimer, Muck, and the Alolan variants of that, and Scyther. Gotcha. Which, I've actually transferred some of these into my game. Okay. Um, from Pokemon Go? Yeah, from Pokemon Can Go. Can you get you them just... into your party? Yeah. I have to do that. I haven't done that yet. You have to get to Fuchsia City. Okay, so I'm not there yet. Yeah, when you get to Future Cities, when you can start. I don't have all of them in here, obviously, but um, some of them I do have. Okay. Yeah, but I can send you over whatever you need. I've caught a lot of Vulpixes for Eric as a thank you for trading Pokemon with me earlier, so I have a bunch of them. Okay. Even though he doesn't play anymore. Yeah. Okay. So. Uh, but yeah, I, re- I really like Pokemon. Uh, it's 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 quite good. So. 
there's that one. There's Spyro Reignited Trilogy. I played the first game and I beat it. Yeah. The first beaten game of the year. Uh, man, that was an awesome game. Yeah. It's it's such a good remaster because it just there's everything about it like. It, you mentioned it when you talked about it, Will. It's it. That's what you picture in your head when you when you think of the original Spyro. Like it plays the same way, uh, but then you go back and look at the actual graphics from the old game, and it doesn't look nearly that good. But yeah, um, yeah. yeah it, it plays perfectly. Like it, it, it's so good. Um, I'm excited to do two and three. I only had a very little experience with two. Uh, I never played three, so I'm I'm very excited to do those. Yeah, none of us played three. I don't think. No, before. I never bought it. I only played a, a, the second one. Um, Did we own the second one? I yeah, I bought it and and had it for for a brief amount of time. Okay, because I was say I don't really remember Ripto's Rage that much. I remember like the very beginning, but that was that was like it. Um, and then I remember a little bit of three because one of my friends had it. So okay, um, I saw some of the gameplay, but never really played it. Gotcha. Um, I'll tell you what, looking back on it, like three kind of rises in the ranks for the games. Like I might have it one, three, two, and that's not to say Spyro two is bad, but I just think Spyro three is really freaking good. Mm -hmm. So I'm looking forward to you to get getting through both of them. So I can hear what you think. Yeah. Uh, great stuff though. Um, I was playing it the other, uh, maybe about a week ago. And, and the wife was watching because uh, it was a game she played a ton of when when we were younger, and uh, it's just such a pleasant game. All the noises that I talked about this during the thummies, but all the noises that it makes, like when Spyro's charging and his feet are padding on the ground, and yeah, and when you free a dragon, just the 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 spurts and sound, like it's just so pleasant and it's such a fun game. And it's not a hard game either. No. Um, it's just like an enjoyable game to play as opposed to like challenging you, which is a different... Because you know now everyone's like playing hard games or you know something with a little bit more to it, but this is just like an enjoyable platforming kind of adventure game. Yes. So Absolutely. Did you work on getting all the achievements and skill points? I got all the skill points. I did not get all the achievements. Um, gotcha. I'm, I, I 120%ed the game. Yeah. Um, but I do want to. I do want to go back and get all the achievements. The problem I'm having is it's hard to find the achievements list. So I'm probably gonna have like I. I don't know where anything is. Like I, it used to be so easy to look up and see. Okay, I don't have this achievement. This achievement. This achievement. But I, am, I still haven't figured out the Xbox UI. So. So when you press, this is gonna be hard to explain because neither of us are looking at it. I right. think once you press the Xbox button, like the circle mm-hmm. on top of the controller. You press that, you slide over until you see the trophy, mm-hmm. you click the A on that, and then you click something, and then you can bring up your list. But it's not easy. Okay. So. Yeah. Uh, pain in the butt. Very much so. So I played that. Uh, I played a bit more Smash Brothers Ultimate, which I am still loving. I actually haven't played that now in, in probably a week or so, but I've got to get back into it. Uh, I want to beat the World of Light. I still haven't unlocked all the characters. I'm getting my butt kicked by the new characters that I that I uh, am unlocking, mm-hmm. uh, specifically Cloud. I've I've tangled with Cloud a few times, and I haven't even been able to come close to beating him. So, Cloud's the one I actually had a hard. T- I think I lost to Cloud like maybe five times before yeah. I got him. Yeah. He was tough. Yep. Uh, but that game's amazing too. I, I can't really say enough good things about it. It was uh you know it was my game of the year from last year. Um, yeah, so. mine too. Didn't win. But... Didn't win. Uh, but I, I mean, I was okay with the ultimate winner because that was my second choice for game of the year. So, yeah, it was. Uh, we were very. We settled very easily. I was actually kind of surprised. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm, like I said, I'm glad uh, that you know Celeste is kind of the little game that could. Uh, even even getting a nomination for the Game Awards for Game of the Year was was incredible. Yeah. So. Um, so there's that one, uh, Red Dead Redemption. Um, so yeah, I got this Tuesday. I've probably played five or six hours of it. I'm in, I just started chapter two. Um, so far I'm, I'm liking Red Dead Redemption too. I do not like the controls, not one bit. Um, I think they're terrible to be quite honest. Um, but I do really like the game. Um, I, I like the setting very much. I like the characters very much. 
Um, I, I like that it's slow paced, slower paced than a lot of other things. Um, but yeah, I, I just, I, I don't like the controls. I, 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 when you're playing, do you feel like you're not sure how to do anything? Oh, definitely. Okay. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm actually going to try to find a printout of all the controls that I can have with me when I play the game, because I don't know what anything does. <laughs> uh it's it's very confusing literally how i felt like my, like three hours yeah so i i can't i could for the longest time i was walking around that little town valentine when you first get to chapter two mm-hmm. and everyone was telling me you know was afraid of me because i had my gun out i i didn't know how to put my gun away it wasn't b like it usually is it, it ended up being was it right bumper maybe uh, that I had to put my gun away. Oh, and then oh, so the the I don't know if you did the mission where you have to hunt the deer. Yeah. So I couldn't figure out how to get back on the horse. I didn't. <laughs> I could not remember which button. And I I pushed the B button. Uh, you know, I was just trying everything, and I I punched the horse, and it ran off with the with the deer on its back. And so what happened? I I restarted the mission because <laughs> I, I I didn't know what to do. <laughs> I just socked the horse a good one. That's funny! Oh yeah. my gosh. <laughs> so yeah, I need a, I need a printout with all the controls on it. Uh, I've heard the I've, control criticism quite a bit. Yeah, uh... it it could be better done. Uh, but that being said, I right the setting is amazing. Uh, I really like all the stuff you can do. Um, I, I'm enjoying it so far. We'll see uh, if I'm able to play the entire through the entire game. And uh, I've kind of gotten a hang of the shooting. I, I don't like it, but it kind of snaps to the target. So that's that's helpful. I'm terrible at aiming with a, a controller. I would much rather play this with a keyboard and mouse, but it's adequate. So so far, so good. Interesting. Yeah. Very very interesting. Yeah. Um, I'm excited to see what 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 direction the game takes, and uh, yeah, I'm sure oh, I'll you, be talking about it. You don't know. Chris spoiled it. Oh, you weren't there. I was there. No, I was there. Oh, I, you were there? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I, I need to play it because of that. I mean, I'm I'm more talking about the twists and turns that happen between now and and what I I'm assuming happens at the at the end of the game. <laughs> so, uh, love it. I, that's yeah. one of my favorite like. <laughs> random things that have happened yeah that was podcast over the years that was really interesting (laughs) um so yeah there's that um i think that's everything yeah yeah i think so um let's see if we got any feedback shall we Mm -hmm. Um, i know we had one last week from tate um, but I obviously didn't read it because of the thummies. Um, do we have thummies feedback? I don't, I don't know. Let's see. Hopefully we launch some discussion. Woo. Oh, we got, oh, we got one from Jake. Sweet. Uh, youtube okay so the first one's from tate this is from last week um because i think there's some questions in here that i'll actually i'll forward to Corey because i think he asked Corey something mm-hmm. uh he says sup gentlemen hope y'all are enjoying being back together again on the pod we did very much uh this week i'd be yeah. xcom 2 and i'm with you dan i really liked it a lot i enjoyed the bullshit honestly made it more challenging and gave me uh, or made me have to think more i can't wait for the third one to come out going to finish all the witcher 3 dlc this weekend before i start my masters next week and i won't have and won't have time for anything ever again so i'm excited to finish that up i'm also reading the second book in the witcher series and i'm loving it i know Corey read those but did you ever finish them Corey? i'm also thinking of getting into the halo books i played a little bit of hellblade senua's sacrifice and wow what a powerful game and not to mention the graphics are amazing and the story is intriguing i enjoyed how tense it can be as well 
I pre-ordered Anthem for my brother and myself since we have Xbox share. I still don't know what to think, but I'm trying to be mildly excited so it won't be a letdown if it sucks, but leave myself room to be excited uh, more once I start playing if it's good. So I didn't play many games that came out this year, but the game I played that did come out this year that is my pick for game of the year would have to be Monster Hunter World. I lost myself in that game for over 200 hours when all was said and done, and it was so fun to play with my friends and even by myself. I will always hold a spot in my heart as one of my favorite gaming experiences. Uh, have a great night, gentlemen. I hope everyone is doing well in life and is happy with what they're doing. It's weird. I don't know any of you personally, but I feel like you're my pals since I hear about your weeks every week. Thanks for the good times, dudes. Taterade out. Thank you, Tate. Yeah, Very much thanks. appreciate that. That was that's what we're going for with this podcast. Actually, um, the whole the whole uh, genesis of the idea was to make it seem like you're just sitting around and, and well more listening to your friends talking about games but also being a part of that conversation so yeah uh, that is very much what we were going for yeah so we we want to be buddies yes with with everybody who listens yep, so absolutely that's what we go for yep definitely um if we lived in the same area we'd play we would we would play couch co-op games we would all be playing smash ultimate <laughs> yes we would and laughing uh, we at could... how bad eric is <laughs> I, we should have tournaments and stuff. We can't I would get love that. The problem is we can't get organ. The problem is organization. Getting organized to do all that stuff is not well, easy. Between us and Nintendo, trying to make it happen, just those are two things. Like we're lazy. Nintendo's bad at this thing. So yeah, totally. Um, I read some of the Halo books and they were quite good. So I can I can recommend those. I don't remember which ones. Um, and I would look at them, but they're packed away right now. I haven't haven't gotten my books out. Yeah, uh, I don't know if Corey ended up finishing any of the Witcher books. Uh, I know he read some of them at least, um, and he he did very much like what he read, uh, even even liking it more than than the games themselves. So, um, Anthem. I think we're all in on Anthem. Um, so we'll we'll be talking about Anthem too. A game. That uh, I didn't have high hopes for, but everything I'm hearing seems like it's going to be good. So sounds good, yeah. Um, and then Monster Hunter World is his game of the year. It's one I wish I had played more. Was that my top game? I wish I had played or game that got away. Maybe I'm not sure if that was your top or not. It was on my list. I know. I don't know if it was my top. But... Yeah, it was definitely on your list. I just don't know. I don't remember what your top was. Was it Red Dead, maybe? No, that was a game I wish I played. Because I did play Monster Hunter World. That's right, okay. Just not as much as I would have liked. But yeah. Got you. Uh, good stuff. Tate, thank you. Thank you for writing in. Uh, good to hear from me again. And this is from Idaho Jake. He says, hey guys, it was weird that you guys really had no arguments on the thummies, but my game of the year is Red Dead Redemption 2. I said fuck it and signed up for Game Pass and EA Access, and I am not disappointed. I have a gaming New Year's resolution, and it is to beat at least five games or more, because thinking about it last year, I started a ton of games but only beat Spider-Man. So what is your gaming resolution? Thanks, guys, and have a great day. Yeah, Jake, right along with that, I'm going to try and play and beat more things this year on newer games, because last year, while I did play... I don't. I wouldn't say I didn't. Pl- I played a small amount of games because I did play a, a decent amount, but I didn't beat any of them. Or you know, and I missed some heavy hitters too. And I'm gonna try to avoid that happening again as best as I can because I don't have a PlayStation Four anymore. So right. Uh, that's actually my gaming resolution. Yep. Ditto here too. Um, I got. I think it was over the entire summer. I got stuck in the Breath of the Wild rut. Not that it's a rut, because yeah, you know, I very much love that game, but uh, I definitely want to uh, play more, play a bigger variety of things, and play more. Like I, there was plenty of times where I had time to play games, and I just didn't. Yeah, uh, that has not been the case so far this year. I squeak in gaming time any second I get, um, so I've been able to play a lot so far, uh, which I'm thankful for. We should uh, bring back the beaten games challenge. I yeah, I mean, I have the list. I, I started the 2019 list, so Perfect. I, I already put myself on it. Do we do we want to go over that real quick? Yeah, as well, from last year. Um, I know it was a poor showing all around, but I, I think I beat like 12 games, maybe. That's pretty good, actually. Yeah. 
Uh, I've already beat my first first game this year. Oh yeah, you did because you ended up beating Spyro One. Yep. Come on, Evernote. I'm also gonna switch away from Evernote because it sucks now. Yeah, Evernote is horrible. I use Google Docs for literally everything yep, right now. That's what I'm switching to. All right, so I know Corey beat Red Dead, so I'll put that on the list. Uh, so I have Corey at three games. Oh, did he beat Nino Cooney too? Yes, I think so. Okay, so I'll put that on there too. Okay, so Corey has four games then. He's got Slay the Spire, Celeste, Red Dead 2, and Nino Cooney 2. Uh, Will, you have six games. You've got Nier Automata, Life is Strange Before the Storm, which Corey also beat too, right? Did he play yeah. all before the storm? Okay, so yeah, I'll add I think that he to did. This list. L-I-S-B-T-S. Um, so you have Near Tom and a Life is Strange Before the Storm, Dynasty Warriors 9, Spyro, Spyro 2, Spyro 3. Wow, yeah, you're right. That's I, I feel like you had one at the end of the year, though. Didn't you have a game that you beat close to the end of the year? I beat the Spyro 1 through 3 twice. Um, yeah, no, I don't think I beat... Uh, I mean, Smash Brothers, but... That doesn't really count. So, yeah, okay. no, I, th- I think that was That's literally it. it. Uh, Eric beat Super Mario Odyssey and Celeste. And then yep. I beat uh, Life is Strange Before the Storm, Portal 2, uh, DMC, Hellblades, Sinua Sacrifice, Into the Breach, Super Mario Run, Celeste, Super Mario Odyssey, Kirby Star Allies, Bayonetta, Super Mario World, and HQ. Forgot you beat HQ. <laughs> That's pretty I cool. I won HQ three times last year, including $161. That's the ultimate victory. Uh, Beardless says if you beat Cloud, you beat Smash. So I did beat Cloud. You did beat Cloud. See, I was thinking beating the World of Light would be considering beating Smash Brothers. Yeah, you're them's, right. That's, pro- them's that's the rules. That's probably. The thing yeah. is, by Corey's definition, uh, when the credits rolling is is beating a game, so winning a classic mode, which means you could spend ten minutes and be and beat Smash Brothers. You know, I get Corey's credits thing. I get it I, too. But I think with different games, there's different stipulations, and yeah, we can arbitrarily place them. But yeah, I think you kind of have to. Yeah, it's but yeah, in the case of Smash Brothers, absolutely. Uh, Mario Kart is another one. Uh, that you have to kind of place an arbitrary beating of because you can do it's I think you can literally do like the star cup at 50 cc beat it and get the credits to roll so yeah and like if you look at what is the single player mode in smash brothers it's world of light yeah there you go yeah so if you beat that that's that's your 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 victory for smash brothers exactly I would I'm totally on board for World of Light being the Smash Brothers. Because okay. uh, I will beat that situation. at some point this year, because I, I think that mode's awesome. Me too. I gotta play through it and beat it too. So. Um, so yeah, I had 13 games beaten. Will, you came in second with six. I'm sure I'm missing a few things on there for everybody. I don't know if Eric ended up beating anything else. Um, you... You remember when we were pulling in like thirty beaten games? Yeah, I feel I feel like I had like maybe four years ago I had like forty something or fifty yeah. something, and you uh, well was that the year that you beat me at the very last? Like it was the week in between school <laughs> when you were off that you that you ended up pulling ahead of me. I beat like five games in like two weeks to yeah. be able to to beat you. Yeah, yeah. and what like gone home and Stanley Parable. Stanley Parable. <laughs> That's right. Stanley Parable snuck you in. Yeah. I think I did beat you by a game, too. (laughs) Yeah, so that's good stuff. Uh, And I agree, uh, Jake, Games Pass, it's giving me access to quite a few. I actually want to play through the Metro games again. I don't know if I'm going to get a chance to do that or not, but uh, play through the Metro games before Exodus comes out. I would love to do that. Oh, Crackdown is going to be on Games Pass when that comes out, so I'll be able to play that. I won't have to buy it. I have a bias towards Crackdown. I liked the first Crackdown. I don't. I don't think I like the second one. 
I just think it's going to suck. I don't know about the third. Well, I mean, that, that the good thing is with having Games Pass is I don't have to buy it. If That's I don't true. like it, I'll just uninstall Delete it. it. I'm yeah. probably going to have to get an external hard drive, too, for my Xbox. It's filling That's up pretty fast. That's a must. Yeah. I mean, Red Dead Redemption was 92 gigabytes. So. Junky game. <laughs> You think a game of what what was it, Breath of the Wild was like twelve? Yeah, I know it's not quite the same graphical uh, capability, but it's still a huge game with a lot yeah. of nice things in it, and it's twelve gigabytes. Still a lot going on in that one. Yeah. So anyway, uh, yeah. So uh, oh, game giveaway. Let's do the game giveaway. Uh, I do have to get caught up on this. I, I do realize, but. Uh... We'll get it going here. Um, I've got a few that I've got to send out. So uh, Tate is one, Jake is two. Alrighty then. Random number generator. And the winner is number one. Tate. Tate. Taterade. All right, Tate. Here's your list. Um, I, I, I will send these out tomorrow. I won't be able to get it done tonight, but I will send them out tomorrow, so. Uh, what's it through? One through one fifty. One through one fifty. Eighty. Eighty Number is the eight. first game. Is expand soundtrack edition. Oh wow! Yay! Yippee skippy! <laughs> Yippee skippy! Uh, one forty one. One forty one is anomaly Korea. I don't know what that is. Okay. Getting off to a good start here. 64. 64. 64 is Hotline Miami 2. Wrong number. That's there we a good go. One. Now, we're, now we're talking. Clear winner so far. Yep. 69. 69 is Grim Legends 2, Song of the Dark Swan. And the last one. 67. 67. Is Crime Secrets Crimson Lily. Easy choice there, at least in my opinion. What was that last but name again? Crimson Crime Crime Stories? Crimson Lily? That's the clear winner, in my opinion. What was 67? Crime Secrets Crimson Lily. Oh yeah. Crime Secrets Secret Lily. Yeah, yeah. that's the winner. So hey, don't do us a disservice. Yeah, I I will. Uh, you know, I'll send out an email uh, tomorrow. I think Jake and and Tate are our winners. I think I've, I'm backed up like four, maybe. Uh, I will send an email and uh, see what, see what games you guys want, and uh, we'll go from there. And next week's episode is going to be our games preview. So uh, it'll be the scheduled releases. Uh, we'll, we won't talk about anything that's maybe come maybe coming out this year in the fall. Um, just, just stuff that we know is going to come out. We'll probably focus on the bigger games. Uh, maybe do a few indies here and there if, if they have release dates. So that'll be next week's episode. I'll also have my wife on to talk about our November and December rookie camps that we had to combine because of how busy we were during the holidays with moving and stuff. So, uh, I meant to have her on tonight, but, uh, didn't get the chance to work it out. So we will do that next week. Anything else? Will? Nah, that's it for me. All right. That'll do it for episode 390 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. I'm your host, Dan. And I'm Will. Thanks for listening, and get out of my basement. Gotcha.